welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And here's our podcast. Welcome. For the realistic realistic SLP. (laughs) (laughs) I had to switch it up, Deb. You know, you talk about being cognitively flexible. Uh I just wanted to say welcome to the realistic SLPs. Welcome to our show. Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Um, I have wine here that I'd like to chat about. It is, I was feeling like, I think we're two days out from spring, right? Yeah, tomorrow is the first day of spring. Um, And I wanted some rosé. So I have this uh, rosato wine. It's from Italy. And um, let's... Let's hear a little bit about it. So it is pale pink, strawberries, raspberries, and red currant on the nose. Fresh, almost tart palette, fruity, medium long finish. Um, I'm going to take a sip. Mm, It's very good. I can sense all of that fruit, uh, Mm -hmm. but it is not a fruity, like juicy wine. I definitely vote drink it. And I have paired it my Italian wine with some Greek feta cheese that we're going to use. Opa. I dropped some. Ah, yeah. Opa. Okay. Opa. Um, we go. We're going to use for dinner tonight. So when I opened it, Mike said, I am chaotic Why? <laughs> because it's not oh. dinner time. I don't know. He is such a weirdo. He thinks I'm a weirdo. It's just like, I think that's marriage. Mm, I think so too. Yeah. I think you and Mike, can both call each other weirdos and just live happily ever after. Right. Yeah. I mean, I repackaged the cheese. He's chaotic. I don't understand why it took him 20 minutes to get out of the house because he needed to toast his bread for his sandwich to go while my baby's whining in the stroller. Like this is not (laughs) gourmet sandwich time. You need to go. (laughs) Why not? You know, I'm just going to be devil's advocate. Why not? You know, maybe he wants to I don't care what he wants to do. You have a baby. You need to get it moving. You got to pick up the pace. This is not like dilly dally. Just take your time doing things. You need to respond and act. This is just, you know, I like immediacy and urgency. Get it done. Keep it moving. I'm sensing that. I'm sensing that. (laughs) I'm definitely sensing that. I guess yeah. I can't relate quite exactly because I don't have a child mm-hmm. who's screaming, but I can imagine that's like ir- that not, not irritating to hear, but like heart churning, heart churning to feel and hear your child. Well, crying. yeah, I also just don't think it's necessary. Like I left $20 in the stroller. He could have bought himself a sandwich while my baby was sleeping. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, I understand like the want the he, his desire is to eat something for free out of the refrigerator. Um, yes, but that, that desire, Mike, yeah. I, I sympathize with Mike on that one. You know, I got yeah. food right here that I went shopping for and worked very hard to afford this food. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful day. And I just want to toast my sandwich. And if Benjamin can just wait right. 30 but, seconds, yeah, no, that would no. make my life, you know, just that much better. With Maybe if I, it was 30 seconds, because it wasn't 30 seconds. It was it wasn't. Oh. It was far. It was many more than 30 seconds. <laughs> so and okay. I don't know, like, I think uh, when you become a parent, like you just need to say goodbye to some luxuries and toasted bread is one <laughs> of them. Like slap the tuna fish on the bread and take a walk. 
go. <laughs> right. And it's like, man, I didn't know how good I had it. I was enjoying I all these toasted sandwiches. <laughs> I, no. I got the soggiest bread now. You know, <laughs> yeah. Where do I begin? Exactly. I mean, it's, you know, life's about choices and sacrifice. If you can do hard things, it'll make you a stronger person. So it might be hard to muscle through that not toasted sandwich, but whatever. Yikes. Yeah. I, you know, next time I have some toast, which will be right after we hang up this call. I'm going <laughs> yeah, to really, you live you know, it up. I'm going to live it up with one toast at a time. I well, mean, we, we have even, toast every morning. There is a time and place for toast. Toast in the morning is quite appropriate. Toast in the morning is quite appropriate. Yeah. A sandwich on the go. Mm, not much wiggle room with no. the, with a child for the toast. I see your point now, too. I'm, yeah. I'm getting it. Listen, mm-hmm. multiple po- POVs, points yeah. of views. Is that me or is that trending now? I see it all the time on Instagram, like POV, this POV. And just like you know, it probably is like a real trend. I think so. Yeah, you I'm know, out I'm- of touch with Instagram. I'm, I'm working hard to feel motivated but again having a child changes your motivation and another luxury i guess you could say but mm-hmm. i think one of the downfalls of social media social media is it does take you out of what's happening right now in the actual moment and right in the actual moment you have a little baby you want to tend to and bond right. with and promote your speech and language. I see your videos. I think you do a lot on Instagram. I think you, uh, you know, if you did take a social media break, like I did in the winter time, right before, you know, Mm -hmm. spring gets here, it's not a bad idea, even for just like a Sunday, like one Sunday, no phone Sunday, just an idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I'm bothered by social media. I don't feel the need to, I don't feel like it's, it's a problem for me. Um, I gotcha. I, I yeah. don't think it's a problem for me either. I wouldn't use that word. I'm just throwing some ideas out. No, there. but I, I know. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like people say that they need to step away, that it stresses mm-hmm. them out, that it's like a burden. Um, no, I have no problem ignoring it. That seems to be my issue. It's like, if you want to maintain your algorithm position, if you want to continue to sell coloring pages and boom card decks, like you better post. And I'm just right. like, La da da. I love going to the playground now. <laughs> yeah. No. So, I, yeah. Yeah. There's a fine line there. You make an excellent point because you do have your products that you want to. Hey, we're guys, you got to get Deb's coloring book. Actually, Please buy I'm my not, coloring books. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I um I made a new goal for a kid and I gave him S clusters and I was like, oh, Deb's book like has a whole bunch of S clusters yeah. and I feel like he'll love it. This boy. book nine. Yeah. And I'm just all the S blends are in there. Yeah. S blends are great. And then, you know, the complexity approach of start them with complicated sounds. And once they're able to practice more complex sounds, hopefully the, you know, the whole rationale is it will generalize to the earlier developing sounds and then, you know, throwing it to when they change the developmental norms. Remember for the speech sounds, it just, yeah. But it seems like earlier is better. That's what I'm saying. I definitely think earlier is better. I can get kids to do a lot of things before like silly guidelines say that they are supposed to. Um, Agreed. Going back to book nine and the complexity approach, I have both S-blends and multisyllabic words. So if you would like to purchase color and speech book nine, um, 
maybe I'll do a coupon code wine and cheese for yes. 50% off for wow. your, for it, it won't even go away. It'll just stay there. So should you ever listen to this episode or check the show notes, then you are eligible for that 50% off. Um, but yeah, when you teach complex sounds, then the, then the easier ones are even easier to learn. But when you teach easy things, then you just learn the easy things. Um, right. The speech dude's always talking about, I got, I think I got that from him. Mm. Like it's important to do hard things. Um, yeah. Like he is an advocate for either taking like a really cold shower in the morning or jumping into a pool at like 5 a.m. Um, right. and, and it is a very hard thing to do. But if you start every day with doing something hard, then like you're able, you know, you're able to do hard things and things that seem hard are not as hard as taking a freezing cold shower in the morning. <laughs> So I do like, do that actually because it's very good for you. The hot with the cold. I can't really? say I do it religiously every single time I shower, but mm-hmm. no. And I thought about, you know, my favorite podcast guy, I guess I'm bringing him up again. Dr. Hyman said to do that mm-hmm. to the third. So you build up to it like 30 seconds for a week and then maybe 45 seconds. So uh-huh. I've, done, I've been able to do a minute, but it's so hard in the winter time. Yeah. But, you know, now that the weather is becoming warmer perhaps I will be more akin to doing that so yeah I'll well you can do this. hard things that's right I can yeah so you just have to remind yourself you're not gonna die and yes this sucks right now but you got it and then you just count and breathe and count and breathe and then it's over huh. yeah. yeah I do do the burst of cold air on my hair though sometimes I don't let it touch like the rest of me because it's mm-hmm. very good for your hair but when you want right. it like to go on your face or on your back you have to just like focus and breathe and remind yourself, yes, this is painful, but you're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. If you do it consistently over times and weeks there, it does have some benefits. It's good for like healing. And I think like wait for energy to circulation, circulation Mm -hmm. sounds about right. Muscle recovery and repair. Yeah. So take a freezing cold shower. If you can, There's no time for toast, but there is time for freezing cold shower. That's these are the advice that we are now giving. Well, I'll also say showers have changed for me dramatically in parenthood. Mm. I don't want to make this whole episode about me and my life changes, but that is also a big change. You cannot just like I think that like um, a big part of being a parent is leaning into selflessness and um there are things that we all like, like toasted bread and wasting time in the shower. Um, but these are things that you don't get the luxury of doing when there is a small person who you are caring for. So like many of my showers are quite quick and now my baby can crawl and he finds out when I'm in the shower and he comes into the bathroom and he bangs on the oh my <laughs> glass goodness, door really? he's like let me in <laughs> um it's funny and now he it also likes funny he can slide the door open to the shower and anything around he just likes to pick up and put in the bathtub so nice. you know as long as there's lots of things on the floor you can take i don't know oh a two bath. minute shower <laughs> oh, <laughs> as long as minutes. he's occupied by like putting things in. all those things in the bath yeah yeah do you have a lot of bath toys I wonder now I I do I do but he likes to put anything in there he'll take everything mm. out of the drawers right at all like the that. bottles all the like travel soaps 
mm-hmm. that you steal from hotels. Right. Um, those go in the fun. Yeah. Fun to throw those in there. Add like, a, hey. Open the drawer, take it out, throw it in the bath. Throw it in the bath. Why not? Yeah. This mm-hmm. is your free samples. Yes. So yeah. Not Speaking of one. samples. Yes. What are we chatting about today, Maria? Yes, I wanted to talk about language samples because I presented at a CEU event from the NYC DOE District 75 therapist. I mm-hmm. was there, presented on some slides. Sweet. Yep. And when did you uh, do that? I did that on Wednesday. Oh. Of, of March, March 16th. Oh, so that was this week. Yes. Just Last- a, a few days ago. Last Wednesday before that, I presented too. I forgot that I did this, but I did it on complex, making um, complex speech sound disorders less complex. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) So we talked about that already. Check out your book for more info. Color and book, color and speech book nine. (laughs) Yes. Color and speech book nine. Wine and cheese coupon code. Mm -hmm. I want to just give a SLP shout out. Our segment to Shan Cakes with a lot of S's afterwards. Hey. So, yeah, Shan. Shannon, she is a fan of the show and she listens. So, thank you for your support. It means a lot to us. And we love to hear that people are listening. So, you know, check us out SLPs, Wine and Cheese Pod on Instagram. But you just start searching and Googling SLPs wine and and then hit enter and there you'll find us. Because yes, we I don't think many SLPs identify with the alcoholic beverage, but we <laughs> do. Yes. But yes, that's true. Do. So you were saying the rosé all day. That's funny. I um, went with my mom yesterday. We were shopping for invitations for my bridal shower. That's going to be a surprise. I don't know when it is, but I do uh-huh. know there will be an invitation for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like asking the lady, like, what are some good themes? And she was like, rosé all day. Yeah, <laughs> I did not pick that theme. I actually picked more of like a tropical floor, forest, the tropical forest. Nope, that's not it. like a tropical rainforest. Theme. Yes, like a rainforest. Okay. That is my favorite um, biome. There's a rainforest know, cafe in my yes. neighborhood just to right. let you know. So yeah. check that out. Gonna- I know the when and where I don't know the details of that. That's Mm -hmm. the whole I want to be surprised part. Okay, but I've helped you know have a say a little bit in the theme just because to give my mom some direction. That's nice. And I have a question for the listeners and for you, Deb. Did Mm -hmm. you do you have an immersion blender? Um, uh, I gave it away. You gave it away, but I like it would be better now that I have a baby. I might want it Mm. back. Uh, yeah, I. It's pretty good. It depends how many drawers you have in your kitchen. Quite a lot. So then, yeah, get one. All right. Yeah. I'm going to put it on my register. It's good for soups. Soups. I'm not that much into soups, but I am willing to learn. I also don't have like a big pot right now to make like a good soup. Oh, so then you need to put, you need to put a Dutch oven on your registry. I, uh, yeah. A Lake Rosé. I've got two. That or a French oven. A French oven. Yes. They have. Is that like a Dutch oven? Yes, the French oh. one is like it is coated, so you don't have to do something. I looked up the difference, so I just figured the. Listeners- I find mine's very easy to clean now. I don't okay. know if that's the like Dutch a thing. oven. No, it's I- a Lake Cruze. I I don't know if it's a. I don't know if it's a. I think it's a Dutch oven. All right, it's a you know a big ceramic pot that you make yes. soups and stews and chilies in. I have um two sizes. 
And nice. uh, yes, I use them very frequently. You can put them in the oven. You can make soups. You can make pot roast. That's my new family favorite, pot roast. Ooh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that made with? What kind of like meat? Beef chuck. Mike, I think so. I don't know that for sure. Mike is the one who does the food shopping and he gives me instructions and I do it. So you sear the meat first and then you um, put it in the Dutch oven with like um, beef broth and then that cooks for an hour. Then you add um, the the potatoes and carrots and stuff um and you should let it cook the meat should cook itself for three hours so that all the fat wow. dissolves and it's the baby loves it wow so I'm salivating right now that's yeah, very good i like it nice. quite a bit great this look at you look at you giving me these nice home cooking tips thank you deb well i would like everyone i mean i did recently get married and have a baby so i'm mm. like not only did I recently register for things, but I'm now in the process of my life where I utilize the things I registered for. So I do think I people like should talk to me <laughs> about what yes. you should get. I'm um, talking to you right now. Yeah. This, this is us talking about it. So immersion blender check. What about a food processor? So, I mean, I you can make a already. choice there. Like, you can make a choice there. I, choice. we also, I also got rid of our food processor. I have two, I have three blenders. I have a bullet blender. I have a large blender. And then I also have like a, a baby food making machine that has its own little blender. Um, so I don't have the food processor anymore. And I would say the emergent blender is like kind of a luxury item. You can throw it in. Your life will remain unchanged should you not have it. But it's good because if you have some sort of recipe where you want to blend the soup, you can't put hot things in a blender. It will explode on you and you will get burnt talking yes. from experience. <laughs> so Thank that's you why you that. have the emergent blender. So you could just put it right in. As it's um, doing or pot as it's, make it make well, because it it's already hot. Yeah. Right. And it's and you don't have to like transport it anywhere while it's hot and stifling. All so right. there's that. Um, I have a lot of opinions about baby things. Oh, you do? Um, yes. We so can make that another great, episode. This is a great language cool sample right here. Yeah, we yeah. could definitely make because I'm interested because I have to do that update mm-hmm. my registry thing because I only have like 15 things on there I'm mm-hmm. being told to add a little bit more so I'm like okay what's your I registry know. website oh it's the not it's on the not oh, you're using the not okay yes. nice and um that's it the not and I'm just a bunch of places like Macy's Williams Sonoma Amazon and Bed Bath and Beyond nice I mean I would all, go you know? more like West Elm and okay pottery barn things that you might not buy for yourself that's great like that you, you that will just easily like buy now from amazon at any point of your day like i just decided i wanted more baby socks and i bought them before we recorded so yeah my advice would be to choose things that you might not necessarily get for yourself and go for quality you know people get the choice whether or not they want to buy it so and you get a yeah. discount on it should you actually want it later. That's a great point. I might uh, look into those places. I would like to go in person to feel like towel, like linens. I was thinking for like mm-hmm. curtains and like towels and stuff from places like that. Because I know they have nice quality yeah. things. Yeah. 
So I did choose the cheapest pot and pan set from West Elm and I'm regretful. I wish I went bigger because mm. I'm already kind of like not pleased with my pots and pans. So really go expensive there. Okay. I saw on Macy's, they had like a cuisine art one stainless steel, like a 10. Yeah, that's good. 10 pots. So I was like, oh, right. that's a lot of pots though. I don't that's need a lot of pots. pots. That's a lot. They count, they it depends how many lids. cabinets you have. Okay. I have a mad cabinets. I'm like, this kitchen is very so good cabinets. Yes, yeah. I know. That's a good thing. Yeah. But so then you're fine. Cabinets. Good. I'll take them though. So <laughs> this is our language sample, right? This is yeah. our interest. This is we're using some core words along with some fringe, like an immersion blender being mm-hmm. a fringe word. Like we sound. should mention that we're, we intended to talk about language samples in this episode. I don't know I mean, if we even said that yet. <laughs> I think we still are. I mean, this yeah. is our language sample right here. Yeah. Right. What is we're a using language sample? All a sorts language, of verbs. <laughs> a language sample is just a sample of a person's language, how they're using language to effectively communicate mm-hmm. or, are, or are they effectively communicating? And this right. is something SLPs will do as a way to measure how their patients or clients are made progress in therapy. You know, are they able to propel a conversation, ask questions, answer your questions? Can they retell like a story or even a movie they just saw? And you can start language sampling as early as preschool age, all the way up to middle school and high school. Yes. And there's different ways to elicit language. Right. For example, like Deb, you know, I was just like, oh, tell me your experience with your registry. And then the big thing is you want to pause, right? Let them do the talking, right? You're supposed to get a nice sample of how they communicate and express themselves. And if you keep interrupting them or talking over them or you can't deal with awkward pauses, that's not going to be a great way to get more out of the client to express themselves. Give that language sample. Right. And you'll want to choose something like intrinsically motivating. Like you just said, how I have a lot to say about registries and products that you might use. And then while I was language sampling you this whole time, you were language sampling me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I was. I was listening. I was, I was pausing. I was like, Hmm. You were like telling me about the three blenders you have and yes. stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. I didn't interject to be like, which ones I was just, you know, I was chilling while you were talking, which is right. what you want to do during a language sample. Yeah. And I think that I, I used a variety of uh, subject pronouns, possessive pronouns, reflexive pronouns, present progressive verbs, possessive S, uh, all sorts great. of past tense verbs. So, so while somebody's speaking, that's, um, the things that you might look for, like, did they use articles or conjunctions to like connect their sentences? Um, do they understand verbs like to do, to have, or they use, um, contract contractions like that's an aisle, things like that. Just as young as preschool, they should be able to do all these things or they, if they are neurotypical. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you have a kid with a device, which is something I presented on, Mm -hmm. you have to do this sample like over time and actually lamp. If you have any kids that use lamp lamp words for life, Mm -hmm. there's a program you have to get permission, but it's calculates their productions for you. And then like has a nice data collection for you. Uh So you can look into that. If you have any kids on lamp, 
That's something that I learned in the PD. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sad. I don't have any device kids this year. I had, I, oh. that's what's missing from my caseload. I am mostly preschool at this point. All right. But okay. yeah, no devices, no devices. Listen, you know, you never know. Maybe mm-hmm. one day you're going to have all devices. So, you know, take yeah. it as it comes about the language sample sampling. Um, I think, you know, even if you're not an SLP, let's say you're a teacher or an occupational therapist, or even ESL teacher, the power, or really just any, a parent, I think everyone can really improve in their ability to pause when you ask a question to give seven full seconds of, to wait for someone to answer, just allow for the processing time, let them think, you know, sometimes we just need a couple of seconds to think like, why are we always in a rush? Like, all right, let's just slow it down. I do have some kids that are so have selective mutism. And, um, if you don't wait seven seconds, then they're just like, this person loves talking. So if I don't answer, they're just going to start talking and then I won't have to. But if, if you sit there, you're quiet, then they're like, all right, I guess I'm going to answer, but I can see in their face that they're like expecting me to just like feel weird and move on. And I'm like, I got all day. Actually, I got 30 minutes, but like I can do this for 30 minutes. Yeah. And I then got 30 uh, minutes. Yeah. I'm, and then everyone's surprised how much um, a child will end up talking to me so soon. But it's because I really don't. Um, I'm not like, say this, say this, say this. I'm just like, hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> pausing. I know it can get a little awkward sometimes. Like we're all just like, mm. even like I notice when like adults talk to each other, right? Like how often do we even pause as adults in between our conversations in yeah. real life? I yeah. Mean, I really are, uh, are recording. Well, so, and that would be dead to, air. Yeah. You want to so. overlap there. Um, but when I'm talking to people and I'm like, and I take a pause and people try to like complete my sentence, I'm like, you're not here. You're not in my brain. <laughs> I don't yeah. need your help. Let me just think about what I would like to say. And then I always have to be like, um, no, not really, but actually, <laughs> and it's, and I think that's like one of my least favorite qualities in a conversational partner when they like, can't wait a second for somebody else to finish their sentence and they have to like complete it for them. That's great. And if you could think about people who stutter, how would mm-hmm. they, how do they feel when people are? Oh, like, highly annoyed. That's got to be highly <laughs> right. Yeah. We all need to pause. So that's my tip. Yeah. Pausing. Pausing. And my tip, I think, for language examples, for getting language samples, is um, thinking about that individual and like the environment in which you're getting this language sample. So for me, if you're trying to language sample me, then I could just sit here with wine and chat. That's quite easy for me. Um, yes, I have a student. Yes, it is. yes, yes, very. <laughs> Um, I will be quite verbose, but, um, I do have a student who will probably come off quite jargony and, um, uh, like limited expressive output. Should you just sit them down and try to talk to them? Um, you wouldn't get much out, especially if you were asking them questions, but, mm-hmm if you were standing up and being like very physical with them, that's when you would see the language. So like for this individual that I'm thinking about, if I were to 
um, I, well, what we have t- tended to do is like chase him around a table. Um, okay. I might hear Whatever a lot works. more from Seriously. him, like, like do that again, or don't get me or come back or you're not going to get me. Like mm-hmm. you'll hear all those things. Um, right. and, uh, but if I were to try to sit him down and be like, uh, you know, the dog is chasing the cat. What should he do? Stop or go or something like I'm not going to get stop or go. I'm not going to get like keep chasing or stop. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to get all those words that I would get if I was up and chasing this kid and um, pretending and rolling around on the floor. Like um, another thing I'll do is sit in a chair and um, have him push or pull me. And then he was like, he was like, no, you're too heavy, which is a long mm. sentence, you know, like I, but, and it's a mean one. Um, right. but it's a long one. Um, and uh, I'm still getting, you are, you know, he's using, right. not is, you know, he's using the correct um, verb to be uh, in that sentence. It's a got three utterances. You are to have four utterances. Um, so it, it depends on the individual and how, what environment that you're getting that language out, because you want to be sure that what you're writing down is uh, true to that individual. That's a really excellent point too. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking environments also like maybe, you know, in the noisy classroom is not always the best to like engage in a conversation or getting language sample. Right. But, um, seeing them like interacting and like you're talking about chasing right what better way to actually be in the moment chasing or pushing and pulling or falling on the ground like oh no I fell down like I actually fell down I didn't show them a picture of myself on the ground or something like that um right yeah and then he and then like I'm down but he's like that is not interesting to me you've ruined the game now because Mm. you're on the ground you're not chasing me so he has to tell me to get up or to stop doing what I'm doing, you know, um, things like that. I think, um, you have to like, sometimes just lend yourself, um, physically (laughs) instead of just, you can't just like depend on your words and a structured task for sure. And also if it's too structured, like it's like a specific toy, it might also limit the type of words you could use where you're like engaging in something where you have their attention, they're interested, they're motivated, they're mm-hmm. using their initial, he's initiating with you, like chase yeah. me, no. So like, if you have them initiating, like they're in control of that, like conversation and you're just, you're, you're recording yeah. them. You see like a major creep. And I'm just know? like, like, I can't I'm- do anything. You know, you got to bring them in first. You got to show them the fun and then you got to take it away. <laughs> And then you got to be like sabotage, sabotage, sabotage. And then you, well, I mean, I know that's called sabotage, but like, it took me a while to understand what that meant. Like, I feel like whoever names things in our field is very bad at what they're doing. Cause I'm like, what do you mean sabotage? But that, yeah. So I'm sabotaging our play scheme and I can't continue until I'm provided some verbal instructions. So it could be like, be a monster again you know, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, and sabotage is a technique that SLPs use for anyone who's not in the field. 
So like giving them a small piece of food and then like waiting them for them to ask more, giving them something and then they can't complete it. And now they have to ask. So like you're changing something that they have to communicate. So that's sabotage. Right. I don't know, but I don't love the way you just described that because it kind of right. sounds like dog was, training. I know. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, was going for I know. I know. I know. I know. It was just an example for like, yes. like a simple example. Like that was just one, but right. even like you're putting a toy somewhere, like hiding it and see if they would like find it or ask for you to find yeah. it or get yeah, something where they're like, open. I was enjoying this task let's keep it going, but you've stopped it. So like, for instance, I'm sitting in a chair and I'm sliding across the floor and I'm like allowing the the child to push and pull me. And then I made myself (laughs) fall off the chair and now I'm just laying on the ground. And they're like, I still want to do what we were doing before. So now they have to tell me, get up, sit in the chair let like I will push you or I'm going to pull you. Um, and then if I don't listen right away, because maybe I'm not very obedient, mm-hmm. you know, then they have to do it again. So like, will they, will they like repeat that in order to, um, get, get my want. attention or will they give up? You know, that's something to, that is of note for sure. That's also like, how do they repair community breakdown yes. too? And there's mm-hmm. stamina like persistence. Mm -hmm. That's really great. Also a point that I wanted to make is you want your language samples to be culturally appropriate. Mm -hmm. You uh, want to make sure the questions you're asking are appropriate and the pictures you're showing. And I have a great website that is in the show notes from Kate Crowley. And she has like pictures and different translations in Japanese, Russian, Spanish, Hindu, Tamil, Punjabi, Malayalism, Arabic, Bengali, and Brazilian Portuguese. And she has the pictures and questions to go with the pictures. So that is something also to keep in mind too. Yeah. There's like a subway picture. So this would be, if you know, you work in a rural area or if you're this lost cell phone one or playing soccer, um, there's all different things. The link is in the show notes and she even has boom cards. This is the leaders project. Have you heard of Kate Crowley? Before? I don't know. I mean, she's very big with language. I actually think I know I went research. to somebody, I went to high school with someone with that name, but I think that's the only reason why oh, Okay, it sounds familiar. She's older than our age. She's not yes. our age. No, no, no. I don't think that it's her. I'm just like, okay. yes, I have heard that name before, but these are right. different Kate Crowley's. <laughs> yes. There's one here. Bunny goes to school in Jamaica and has like the Jamaican flag and stuff. And then nice. they have language elicitation cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. And she puts it all out there for free, which is really good. You know, there's like a short little story. This little boy's learning some letters. So you want to just make sure everything is culturally appropriate, like you said before. So you have the most realistic sample of how they're communicating, how they're functioning, how they're using language. Right. So if you ask a question that they can't relate to, or you try to do something with them that they have never seen before, can't relate to it, how can we expect them to like talk about it and engage with you with it when they've like never seen that before? 
So you're not getting exactly. Really so like picture Maria had just shown on the screen, a picture of the subway, which is very appropriate for the kids that I see. I, I work in the center of Brooklyn. Um, and the primary mode of transportation here is I guess foot really people probably walk mm-hmm. and okay. scoot scooters. Um, but also subway. Uh, so yeah, I think that it's uh, tougher when I'm showing pictures in tests of like houses surrounded by grass and white picket fences. That's uh-huh. not what it looks like where we live. Um, uh-huh. Kids don't play in the backyards. They play in the schoolyard and in the street and in the playground. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's really important. Like if you're having a child identify um a lawnmower that's very that I don't know the last time I saw a lawnmower. Staten Island has lawnmowers, but right. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have a lawnmower here. The, there's I'm not really saying. I so you have to like work hard to find grass. Yeah, like where's I, the, I have to go to Brooklyn Bridge Park to find grass. <laughs> there you go. There's, there's some astroturf in a field. Um but uh I mean, but Brooklyn's awesome, don't get me wrong. We have grass just like there's not that much near me. <laughs> we have a lot of trees, um, but not I too much you. grass. Uh, but yeah. But also so. like your questions too, you know, like if you're asking maybe someone like, for example, like I said, like if you're working with an adult patient and you could ask them like, oh, tell me about your favorite vacation. And if this person like just had a stroke or something, for example, like they're not going to like, that's not the, that's not like the, maybe the best question to ask about. Like maybe you could ask like, Oh, what did you do today in therapy? Or, you know, has, you know, just something more like related to what's actually happening with them rather than like asking them something that like, Oh, that's, that's a luxury. Like, like, yeah. uh, like a toast, you know, you, you just reminded me of these luxuries that I don't have right now. So let's keep it a little bit more realistic and current and what's in our right. house, what's in our situation every day. Um, SLP toolkit is, uh, something I love to use and yes. there's present level assessments and there's some questions for prompting, uh, for language samples. And what the question that I always find gets me the most information is, uh, tell me about dinner last night. Mm, Cause okay. I, I might not only hear about the food I can hear about, like, you know, if they got takeout, if they like went to somewhere to get it, if they were out somewhere, if, you know, somebody was yelling at the table or if they had to set the table. So there might yeah. be other things. Um, and if they don't remember dinner and I, I'd be like, well, what is your favorite dinner? Yes, um, and like then, that. so yeah, SLP toolkit, I'm actually an affiliate and I will put my affiliate link in the, uh, show notes as well. Uh, I love, I love that product. I feel like, um, it's, it comes in the most handy when people are like, I want today to know the progress my child yes. has made. And, and then you're, you're like, like, hello. Okay. Um, and <laughs> let me just plug in some information from this yeah. language sample. And I can give you a very nice picture of how I can even print some graphs if you want. I mean, I'm ready. Fancy. Yeah. Well, I didn't have, I don't have to get fancy. SLP toolkit gets fancy for me. That's um, what I'm saying. But yeah, you're, you're using the SLP toolkit. So now you're therefore fancy too. Yeah. I also love it, you know, side note, because I'm a CF supervisor. Um, and I feel like what's coming up now, especially this time of year is a little bit of remorse that even if my CFs don't want to admit it, they're, they're, they're projecting some remorse in their conversations with me. They are, they're 
voicing concern about their work life balance. And I'm like, this is something that will be hard for you for a bit. And I Mm -hmm. think that's because we do put a lot of ourselves into our work and we Mm -hmm. think we need to, um, you know, can be, or be in control of every second of the session, which I don't, I think we need to like relinquish that. Um, and having something like SLP toolkit will allow you to just be like, today we're doing this and we did this. And now like, what do you want to do? I collected my data. Now, what do you want to do? Oh, you want to play this game? Um, fine. Now I can see, you know, how well you're able to play a game. Are you able to, you know, take turns? Are you able to understand instructions? Are you able to wait? Are you able to Are my new thing is like, can I put a game on the table without your body and elbows? Just knocking it all over. Like, are you able to remain in your chair? Yes, I know. I hear you. (laughs) I just played a game like two weeks ago or something. And the student just kept wanting to play with all the pieces. And I'm like surprised with him because it was like a game. We had to pick stuff out of the hat and like read. And he loves to read. And he was just like so preoccupied with the game pieces that he was like missing out on like the reading and using the senses, which I thought he would do better with so I was like wow this is like very hard I probably because this is like a first time he's seen this game and it's novel and we want to just like touch everything but it's like actually our other student who's who does not as verbal than the student was like more into it like waiting more like in awe of yeah. what was happening so I was like look at this dynamic like kids you wouldn't even expect new sometimes. information that I just stumbled across and then going back to social media social media and I'm not even a big game person but social media in the SLP world has like been like there's so many reels like I don't want to play a game or when are we going to play a game and it's like yeah. kind of like uh, made playing a game problematic Um, but like I said, if you, you know, present a game to a kid in, uh, April and you realize, oh, this kid can't play a game, then maybe I might've failed a little, I'm a little failure there on my part. If, if I've avoided games so much, because I think it's not necessary to the point where this kid is not able to play a game and I'm just finding out in April. Now that's a problem. Well, I I'm going to say it's not too and You're going to say something positive. I'm I know gonna you're going to, you're going to take some positive spin on how I didn't actually fail. Cause I've done my best. No, Maria, there's a small failure. People fail sometimes. Yikes. <laughs> you are a tense mom, SLP person. There's yeah, well, no crying aloud. There is no time for toasting. There's no time for showers and there's Definitely. You better step up your games. Okay. That's, that's yeah. You got to you, your language sample. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> guess I would, I would not argue with you that I do bring some intensity to the table. That is not something, I mean, I am intense. I definitely do shower because I think right. that's very important. I want to right. be a pretty mom. I don't want to be one that looks like she can't get her life together. Right. Um, I also right. don't want to be a smelly mom. I want to, mm. I want to model good um, hygiene, but no, I cannot sit. I used to be like, I used to like sit, I mean, in culturally appropriate, like there are people who don't have the luxury of just running water, just pouring on you. That's um, right. Yeah. That's so right. I used to just, that used to be something, you know, I would call it like a liquid uh, nap. 
I get it. No, I'm I would totally just sit there. Right now, now it's like you wash your hair, you wash your armpits, you wash everything else and you get out because there's, there's something else you got to do next. You got to stay on top of the things you got to do. I'm not arguing with you. I don't I don't take these luxurious showers. Oh, I was because yeah, I always me. think about one, the water and the environment. And I remember yeah. learning that in like the third grade in science, mm-hmm. class, like ways you can help the environment, take a shorter bath. That is a great tip. And I actually, when it's warmer, I will ter- turn off the water and like wash my hair while the water's not even running. That's I good. Go- I don't do that. That's I good do that. that Listen, you do that. I, yeah. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> I do. So I was just totally messing with you. But um, <laughs> you took that quite, quite, uh, quite the long way. You just, you just ran with that. You went, you went I, down. Well, I guess you're, down, you though. just keep choosing topics that will give you a robust language sample. What? Then, then that means I have not failed. Exactly. <laughs> How so can we navigate this? So Maria has not failed. Yes. I My was kids are playing games every day. Then I'm bust out all <laughs> all <the games. laughs> Um. Yeah. So to complete side note, we're probably like on two hours of recording at this point, but I we're just not. went to, I know, I, but, but we're going to wrap it up. Now. It is long, but uh, I went to a bachelorette party in the Dominican Republic and, um, there were three of my friends that decided to create a synchronized swimming routine. And they had myself and my friend, Amy, whose bachelorette party it was uh, judge it. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. And um, everyone had been drinking a bit. Right. So you get like a, an, a more amplified version of your personality at that point. But I thought it was so funny because I, I was like, first off, watching this routine, I could tell everyone what kind of reader you are. And I was like, Natalie, you're struggling with overall comprehension. You don't know what the end result is supposed to be of this routine, like what it's supposed to look like. I'm like, Leah, you're ahead of yourself. You're reading ahead. <laughs> Everybody else is falling behind. You're, you're, and you're not getting the whole concept either. And I was like, Becky, your timing's way off. I don't even right. know <laughs> what's happening. But anyway, so all of them were just like, like some of them were complicit where they're fine. I, this is not going well, but one of them was just like, what do I need to do for an A? I'm like, we're all right. drunk. This is a fake competition. And, mm-hmm. but there's just some people who, who have that, like, I need to do well. I cannot yes. not do well. Like, how can I improve? Tell me, give me the notes. And I'm like, well, we've all moved on at this point. It's not really I, matter, but I think that's you. Maria's like, I want yes. the A. I, I, I like that. did I not Who's get that person? Action? Right. I yes. want to know how to kill it and nail it. <laughs> yeah. That's you. If you're going to do something, you better do it right. <laughs> I think that's, that's pretty good advice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it, sometimes we just got to move on, you know, cause it wasn't that important, but yes. So my friend Natalie was just very much like, but what, what was it? How can it, and I'm like, I don't, you got to communicate as a team. Did I, did I swallow too much water while going under? Yeah. Are we off center? What is it? What is it? That sounds like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. That was a, one of my, my highlights. So that was fun for us. We were like, then they were like, all right, let us reorganize. We're like, take your time. We'll, we like doing this American Idol 
Yes. Synchronized <laughs> swimming. Yeah. That would be a good show, man. Yes. Should, uh, synchronized swimming and then judging it with different uh, famous people. Mm. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. You have it for singing, for ice skating, for <laughs> dancing. What about synchronized swimming? Yeah. I mean, I just also, you know, sometimes you just want to, you know, it's just a form of entertainment for a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. I get it. But I enjoyed those synchronized swimming swimmers. I've seen some routines. They're pretty impressive. So like I'll be the judge, but I'm not going to merge myself into that competition because I am not the best swimmer. I would not be able to do it. Rep- like I wouldn't be able to do it over and over again. You could do like a flower and someone someone can be in the middle and people can go around and open right. and close their arms like I am. I would. I wouldn't be a good team member because I'd be like, if you're, if not everyone is doing it right, I'd have to quit because I would get exhausted and drown. I cannot drown. I have a baby. Right. right. <laughs> I see that. Drown. I see so, that. Don't so that's that. what, that was the issue that I, we ran into with the synchronized swimming. They had to keep doing it over and over again. And I could see the exhaustion in their face and I'm like, we should stop. Right. <laughs> not worth it no it's, it's not, not worth, worth it, it. <laughs> we're expelling way too much energy yeah. here you're, you're all turning red <laughs> like <laughs> i'm just picturing someone wanting getting like their goggles and swim cap on and like super into it you know yeah yeah then they threw my friend in the air and i was like no you are not gonna <laughs> create a new motor plan <laughs> in this <laughs> with exhaustion that could that be, I've been thinking so much about motor plans. We should do another episode about that, All right. but we should probably end this one. Yes. Yeah. This has been our another episode of SLP's wine and cheese. I'm Deb. Say, I'm Maria. <laughs> and this was our podcast and it's for the realistic SLP. So yes, have a great night, everyone. Happy spring. Spring is here. And, uh, I think our know. ending quote should be, you can do hard things. You can do hard things. Maybe that should be the name of the episode. I like it. (laughs) You could do hard things. We can end it here. So, yeah. Should I? Okay. All right. Great. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.